<laughs> Keep digging that hole. I can. Why? Oh. What's it going to fill up with, Sean? What are you going to do? What? What? You ever been? You ever? What? This is Sparta. What happens <laughs> to the guy? This is madness. Madness. That's, that's right. This is Sparta. Not so southern gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. Uh, Sean's starting off this week because he saw some goodness. That's right. I went uh, Wednesday night. I uh, met up with my friend Mike and I went to the 945 showing of Dragon Ball Super Broly. Okay, so like so the first Broly movie is great. Does, uh, hold on, hold on. The first Broly okay. movie is great. The second one's okay, and the third one is a dumpster fire. This is the fourth Broly movie we have, but this is in the new Super. Is this that, is that is, correct? This is completely canon with Super. Nothing else. This is, well, no, this is canon. The, the movies, you know all Dragon Ball Z movies are non-canon. Yeah, all that, Dragon that was my Ball point. Z yeah, yeah. are non-canon. Um, Even this, my beloved Return of Fusion. Right, that is non-canon. Ah! Uh, this is actually canon. Uh, Akira Toriyama had his hands all over this one. Um, he wanted to make Broly more than just, you know, somebody that was mad because Kakarot cried in the tube next to him. That, you know, that, that that's the thing about Broly is you, you, here's this amazing, awesome Super Saiyan, and what's his driving force of anger? Because Goku cried next to him when they were babies. That That is so terrible. Uh, thank God Akira Toriyama has stepped in. He has given Broly uh, in a completely new story. Right. But, but um, let, me, let me, before you dig into the story, I wanted to say Broly was one of my favorite mythology ideas from Dragon Ball Z. Because, of course, at, at the first... Of Dragon Ball Z, you're you're talking about oh uh, the legendary Super Saiyan. And Vegeta thinks he's a, I'm the legendary Super Saiyan, the Super Saiyan that comes around everything, blah, 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 you know, and everybody thinks they're the legendary Super Saiyan. But the way Broly played out, it was nobody's the legendary Super Saiyan. Broly, Bro, Broly was the super, was the one, the one that's born every yes. thousand years that could naturally go Super Saiyan that nobody had ever done. It's only this one Super Saiyan that happens, and then Kakarot breaks through and he does it. And yes, yes, yeah. yes. This that is that is very true. Uh, this Broly is. Is straight up. He is the Super Saiyan. This we get to see exactly how powerful he truly is. Uh, the the story is great. We get to see everything. Um, I, I don't want to give away too much. Well, of I, I have heard too a, much. I know. Yeah, I know. I've heard a little. I, I just want to know. Like Broly's dad is still in there, right? Same guy. Yes. You do yes. get. You do get some of Planet Vegeta. That is correct. Backstory and yes. maybe maybe a little of a familiar face to Goku shows up a little. Is that correct? Um, a familiar it, face, face like Goku familiar face, Goku face. As in, as in Bardock. Yes. Yes. Uh, you get to see his mom for the first time on screen. What? That, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really cool. I love the way they do it. They they show how uh, all the inner workings of Planet Vegeta, what, uh, you know, who they work for. Um, we get to see a, you know, I don't want to say too much, but at the same time, we all know that Frieza used to, uh, you know, he was the the ruler after King Cold. King Cold handed down the leadership and the the rules and all that of uh, so they're they're keeping that they're keeping the mythology that the Saiyans were hired muscle for the uh, Frieza. That is absolutely correct. Okay. Awesome. Um, and <clears throat> you know we we get to see Broly being born, and you know the the wonderful story there. That's where the everything that takes place on planet Vegeta uh, kind of sets in in motion uh, the new story that Broly's not just some guy that this is a fully fleshed out story and we get to see him go toe to toe with lots of people that are very very powerful uh, see I, I could say stuff like yeah don't don't you know, spoil the whole thing. Right, but you get to see Broly take on people that you would not think Broly would fight, and he does it quite well. Goku in his newest form, Bro Broly's right there with him, man. I mean, anybody that has finished Super uh, knows the new form, Ultra Instinct, and knows Goku's abilities when he's in Ultra Instinct form. It it's amazing. Frieza... Golly, I, I love Frieza. He is definitely my favorite bad that guy. That is so I, weird for you to say. <laughs> I love Frieza. He's, it, when you watch Super, you really get to know Frieza. And at the end of the day, when, when the tournament is won, when the things are done, when the chips are on the table, Frieza is still Frieza. There's, there's no doubt about that. He will always be who he is. It's a good type of uh, rivalry there, you know, kind of like Superman and Lex Luthor, how there's this mutual, not admiration, but mutual respect for, you know, the the strengths of each other, the knowledges of each other. I, I really like the Saiyans versus Frieza. It, it's it's a great storyline. This, this carries right over. We get to see several new forms. We get to see... You know, so you might really like it. You're a big Vegeta fan. Um, you may see him do things you've never seen him do before, and it is top notch. This is so, this is a movie from the get go. So what you're saying is you like this movie? <laughs> I I absolutely loved it. I I cannot wait for it to be out on DVD. I will own it day one. Well, slow your roll there because. Um... The owner of the Melba Theater came up to me the other day and was like, so tell me about this Dragon Ball movie that I could possibly be showing here. Do you think it'll work? And I said, Let me... and I told, I told him, I'm like, from everything I've heard from my best friend who went and watched it, he'd, he'd go out and watch it again. In a yes, heartbeat. Yeah, if, yeah. If, if it comes to Batesville, I will go see it again. Absolutely. There's, there's I will do that. Um, my my theater, uh, there was a 745 show sold out. And uh, this was at the Rave in Little Rock. 945 show, packed house. 
when the when the movie was over, it was one of those where everybody stood up and there was a standing ovation for this movie. Nice. I mean, I I've never been one of those people where it's like the movie's over and everybody stands in applause. I don't I don't get it. Who are you applauding for? I guess each other because we all got to see the awesome movie together. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I love Dragon Ball Z. You know, I, I probably watched too much of it. The the other day, I was watching, walking around the house, looking at my phone, laughing, and Michelle's like, "What are you watching?" I was like, "Dragon Ball Z." She's like, "Of course, of course." That is that is a normal occurrence for me, just to be like, "Yeah, I need to watch me some DBZ." So, Dragon Ball Super is. It, it honestly, <laughs> if if Dragon Ball Z was us watching during our teenage and early twenties, Dragon Ball Super totally fits it for the more mature the the storylines that are definitely fleshed out, the storylines that actually make sense to in a lot of places. I, I cannot wait for more, and let me tell you, there there will be more. And I cannot wait to go watch him. Go if, see Dragon Ball Super Brawly. I wonder if he'll go KO Kim while he's super. <laughs> super KO Kim! Wait, wait till you see. Not doing this. I'm talking about Dragon Ball Super. Uh, I mean, you, you ever want to see KO Kim as a god? <laughs> that can happen. It can happen. So. We got some news this week as well. The Bumblebee movie did well enough. They've greenlit a sequel. So this movie is is good. It is really good. I liked it. The first 10 minutes are worth the price alone. Told you that. I'm excited to see where they go with the second movie. Uh, Of course, the director's already said, hey, he'd love to do an all, all space robots, no humans movie. If they did that, I would be totally on board. I don't want They're any not, humans. They're not. I, they're not going to do that. <laughs> I don't like humans. You, you know, I don't care for humans much in real life, much less on the screen, doling down my Transformer stories. So, I guess you saw the Ghostbusters trailer. I did. And how I do did. you feel about I, it? I mean, for fifty-one seconds of sneaking into a barn to look at Ecto One, absolutely. You know. You know, I, I once we get some details about this, once we know well, so, we, something uh, concrete. We know a little about it. I mean, the original actors who are around are going to come back. We know that Ernie Hudson, Dan Aykroyd are back. Uh, they wouldn't do it without Bill Murray saying to go. They've said that for years. Obviously, they've got Bill back in. Uh, what what I've read is that they were. It's going to be four new teenagers, two go, two boys. Two girls are, are, are actively being... Blah! What do you do with actors? You uh, screen? <laughs> auditions. Auditions. There you go. You hold auditions? Wow, I need my ginkgo biloba or whatever it is. But what I was going to talk about was I'm super pumped to see this. Uh, I mean, they they obviously learned their lesson with the last movie that came out. It, w- it was bad. What was that? It I was a bad I... movie. <laughs> it was bad. I don't even know and what it, you're talking it, about. You know, it flopped at the box office. So, mm-hmm. um, but I don't normally talk about this, but I want to. I want to take issue with Leslie Jones. Put, put Somebody on, bitter. <laughs> bitter much? Well, I mean, she put out on Twitter, you know, that it's a slap in the face and it's uh, uh, some other stuff. 
And I'm very sorry, it, it's not. The movie did not perform. I mean, the the actors of, like, Troll 2 aren't going to go... If, if somebody decides to remake Troll, go, oh, they're not going with my sequel? Oh, my God. Oh, this is a slap in the face to all the people who worked on Troll 2, the worst movie ever made. You know, it's... Uh. Well, I mean, her movie was a slap in the face to Ghostbusters. <laughs> it was bad. The movie was bad. It was bad. bad. It was a bad movie. Let's bad. Let's keep moving forward. Movie studios are have a viable property. Ghostbusters is a viable, sellable property. They're going to move forward and, and do it again, just like oh. whenever, just like any other, like Marvel or whatever, or or uh, Harry well, Potter I mean, or whatever. They're well, going to they're going to move forward, and, and because it's a proven track record, there's fans. The movies can make money. If they if well, I mean, one direction fails, they'll go they'll go to a different one. Right. I mean, Ghostbusters is still. Very popular, even with the younger ones. Yesterday, just yesterday, I was walking through Target. There was there's some brand new kids Lego sets, and there it is, Vankman with the Terror Dogs, uh, with Sigourney Weaver's character, uh, all of them for for Lego set. And Jax is like, "Oh, Ghostbusters!" I mean, my four year old knows Ghostbusters. Yes. He knows the real Ghostbusters, the good Ghostbusters. And so, you know, as long as they keep this going, as long as Ghostbusters 3 holds up and the original cast and crew have their hands all in that and make sure that it lives up to the standard that it should have been held to from the get-go, then I cannot wait for Ghostbusters 3. You know me, I will buy my ticket, I will be there in line the day it opens. Absolutely. cannot wait for this movie. Let me tell you a movie that I will be in line for, and it's this Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Trailer wow. dropped, and I'm sorry, nobody I knew went, but he died in a... I don't know where these news stories keep coming from. <laughs> yeah, he's coming back. Oh, really? You think one of the greatest characters ever in Marvel is just going to disappear and not come back? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, yeah. this trailer, oh man. Loved it, loved it. I never thought I'd be excited for Mysterio. <laughs> I knew I would. I knew I would. Oh my God. And let me let me ask you, and and then, well, you know, the, the question is, Hydro Man, Molten Man, Sandman, are they really in this movie? And I might, don't... might. I don't think so. I don't think so. I, in fact, it may not even be them. There's been it's been bandied about that these are actually characters called elementals, which have been in the comics before. Fire, water, air, right? You know that kind of thing. Sounds like Avatar. But yeah, I, I think it's all Mysterio. I think he's acting like the hero to. He's doing this and doing something, and Spider-Man, of course, will have to uh, stop him. Stop him. That's right. I cannot wait, dude. I I love the new suit. It looks so good. Let me ask you about the one thing that I actually think was a legit Mysterio suit. Of... No, it's perfect. I love it. They no, put the fishbowl on his head. He had Mysterio... a fishbowl on his head. Oh yeah, yeah. The fishbowl's got to stay. That suit is top notch. Um, no, the only thing that I watched and there were the comment sections was full of that. How does Nick Fury get into Spider-Man's room 
while he's having a conversation with oh, Ned. Trank Ned come in the neck. Come on now. Without the spider sense Come going on off. now. Come on now. I, I, I Listen, listen. I'm all about the hair on his arms standing uh. up. How are you going to sit on a bus and the hair on your arms stand up and you look behind you and miles back there's a spaceship? Are you, which I Sean Thomas, asking me this question? But I just want to know. I, ju- I do get it. I get it. It is. I don't care. I don't care. It's not going to detour me from seeing the movie. It's not going to stop me from loving Tom Holland as Spider-Man any less oh than what God. I already where, do. Where is this I'm train just, going? It's like off the rails. I'm just asking. I mean, Nick Fury is the master spy. Is he that good? Spider-Man is in absolutely no danger. That's why his spider sense doesn't go off. There's that no danger. That is true. None. That is true. He's not Nick in Fury's any not form dangerous. of danger. It's Nick Fury. Oh, now what is your take on uh, Happy telling that you know it's time, to, or is it Nick that tells him he needs to step up? It's Nick, I think. Yeah. Do you think that is uh, anything to say? Where's Tony? Where's Where's somebody else? Do you think Spider-Man See, I is think stepping this is, up I to think, fill a role? I know. I think this is the tip of a hat. I think. I mean, I don't know how Happy would be there talking to Spider-Man without Tony being a part of it. Now that does still take into account. Well, like I, I well, like I'll listen, think. listen. Hold on. I I don't see Happy involved with this in in this movie with Spider-Man without Tony being there. Uh, n- not not Tony being in the movie, but Tony behind Happy's involvement. Now, that's not to say that Tony Stark does not die in Avengers Endgame. That is to say, this movie possibly happens before Avengers Infinity War. No, that has been confirmed that it is after. Kevin Feige said, has said, that this is after. I think, I, I, and this then is... Then I say me. Tony Stark is alive. Okay, then, but... but I think Happy might be there for uh, a little more than just uh, to watch Peter Parker. I think he might be there for a little Aunt May action. <laughs> Aren't we all there for a little Aunt May action? Oh, no, I can't. Uh, I, uh, I just still oh, see the... Oh, in my, my cousin Vinny days. <laughs> oh, in my cousin Vinny days, Aunt May. No, I'm just saying I still see old lady first Spider-Man movie Aunt May. Like Aunt May's an old lady. Aunt May's an old no, lady. I like I like this Aunt May. Oh I no, do. no 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 like no no! I have no problem. I like this Aunt May. I I love this Aunt May. I'm just saying. Aunt May's Aunt May's an old lady. Oh no, I don't know. I, I'm totally pumped for this movie. I cannot wait to see it. I'm very excited. Speaking of somebody else who's excited, uh, Billy Batson is, uh, because we got a new uh, Shazam trailer, and it still looks pretty fun. (laughs) I I know. When I watch it, I'm like, I'm going to see this. I'm going to go watch it. It does look fun. I don't care that it's DC. I don't care. When I look at this movie, I don't go, well, there's Shazam, one of, you know, DC characters. He should be a, you know. Household name. Right. The Captain just, of Thunder, the Captain Original, OG Captain Marvel. This looks hilarious. I oh think, my god! I think this may pull off, you know, maybe a, a a child's version of Hancock. 
Well, the one thing, there's one moment in this trailer, and you probably know what I'm fixing to say, but there's one moment in this trailer that sold me on watching this movie, and it's Billy Batson jumping off the roof and screaming Shazam and <laughs> turning in and flying off like a bullet. That was uh, amazing. Yes, that was amazing. I do also love the scene where he goes, oh, I'm bulletproof. You're dead. <laughs> to those robbers. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I think the silly humor is going to work. It looks great. I can't wait to see, you know, Bill, Billy Batson's going to be doing all the things that we would have done if at the age of 13 or 14 we had suddenly gained amazingly Superman-like powers. I, I can't wait. This is this is a movie I'm very very excited for. I I'm hoping that I I can go to something like this, and see that you know it, it's not too bad uh, for younger children. And I would love to take Jax to see a superman or a superhero film of this quality, more geared towards something that I can, I I don't I don't think I would want to. You know, I wouldn't have taken Jax straight up to Infinity War. I need to see that before I let him watch it. But Shazam, I don't know. It might scratch that itch. I think it looks good. So, if it's as fun as they say Aquaman is. Yeah, but I want to see it. Let's talk about our buddy Joel. <laughs> Old Joel. Joel, Joel uh, sent us a link to a, a, a fan film. And that, it was it was kind of fun. It's a Star Wars thing. And it got me to thinking about... You know, Sean, where do you sit on any fan... Have you ever seen a fan film that you just thought, you know, hey, this guy needs to be doing some movies, or this this is the right way to go with this character? Or have you even attempted a fan film before in the past? Oh, absolutely not. No. <laughs> Never done that. You, you know, first off, let me address Joel's email. I, I watched the Vader uh, 16-minute uh, fan-made movie. I, I thought it was really fun. I had a blast. You know, th there's parts where Vader's performing acts, you know, using the Force that you're like, now that's the Force that I would love to see on the screen. There are those moments where you're like, why can't we see the guys and the girls and all the Force users in the Star Wars universe use the Force like this? You know, that, that last scene in Rogue One where you see Vader and he's just, you know, got somebody in a chokehold and he's blocking with his lightsaber. You know, there there's moments where we we get to build up how powerful the Force is and I think this movie does for a fan film, this is a great little showing of the potential of, you know, the Force and the dark side. Now, to answer your question, a few years ago, was it was it Batman versus Predator, or Batman versus Alien? Oh, that long, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was a long time ago. That was that was more than a few years ago. That was like two thousand. Yeah. Oh, something. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, Batman Punisher. Uh, it was Batman Predator, and, and then at the end, like the Predator got a hold of the Joker, and then the Alien showed up. Or was it Batman Alien? I think it was Batman it was Alien. And then the Predator showed up at the end. Yeah, that was a good one. That was really fun. Um, uh, the one one that sticks out in my head is the Batman Darth Vader one that was a couple years ago. I don't know if you saw saw that. 
I don't think I have. Yeah, it was, it was actually pretty good. It you know for what that could be, it was done really well and had really good effects and. You know, it was great. Now, the best fan thing I've ever seen put to film is the um, Boba Fett escaping Sar- the Sarlacc pit. You know, he's, it's just him slowly walking across a sand dune, and then he, like, does his thing, and the Slave One comes up. But it's real. I mean, it's cinematography-wise, it is beautiful. Um, and, and it's just a fan film, so... That's that sticks with me. Um, but like, if you were going to talk about the best fan films of all time, there's probably the shot for shot remake of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't know if you ever seen the documentary on that, and you swear the two young guys, you know, fell in love with Raiders of the Lost Ark, and they just made this, you know, shoestring budget shot for shot remake of the film. I've not seen yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's really kind of neat. You know, it's it's very cheesy. But, I mean, it's earnest, and these guys are trying, and it, 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 well, for what they did, it's kind of amazing. That is awesome. I need to check that out sometime. But, Joel, thanks for the email. Thanks for the link. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Keep them, if, you, if you find stuff like that, if anybody listening, you find those fan fiction uh, films, send us the links. I, I would love to watch a couple more of these. Maybe there's more out there that I haven't seen. So if you got any good ones, send us the link. I'd love to watch them and then discuss them with Rick. Oh, so Sean, how are you on local hall this week? <laughs> Where are you? Why doing? do I even ask you? Why do I even ask you? I can't even tell you. I got, what did I get? I got, um, I got, uh, nothing. I got a Megatron. No, I got a Megatron. Oh. That's fine. I was going to talk about something last week, but I forgot it. I did bring, oh, this new uh, uh, reissue stuff. It got me interested, and I went to uh, the storage, and I pulled out my uh, huge, huge box of the reissues from a few years ago, the Toys R Us stuff and everything. I've been going through some of that, but not really anything there. I'm excited to skip to have you seen it because I want to talk about a few things that I did watch that Sean may not have watched. So you have everything on here. I have not watched (laughs) other than the one thing that I put that I watched. Well, we'll, we'll get to yours in the middle. So I watched Star Trek discovery uh, season two, episode one. Yes. Absolutely great. Still, still top-notch quality. Uh, you know, this season they're bringing, like the end of last season, the Enterprise showed up. It's, of course, in the time frame of uh, Pike. <clears throat> and Pike is played by the guy from uh, Hell on Wheels. Uh, I can't remember the actor's name. But uh, he, he's a really good actor. I like the guy. And, and he, he does a really good job of playing Christopher Pike. And uh, Spock, Spock is has something to do with this season, and uh, the actors are all top notch, uh, doing a great job bringing that what what they brought to season one. They're reinforcing in season two, and uh, I'm awesome. excited to watch this week by week. Um, so there's been a sensation on Netflix, and if yep. you know the show Black Mirror, which I've this I've never watched Black Mirror. I just what? haven't I haven't gotten around to it. The first episode yeah. is very rough, and I just haven't <laughs> got through. Oh, dude, I, I've I've cleared plenty of episodes <laughs> of Black Mirror, except for what you're about to discuss. Well, I played Bandersnatch. <laughs> Correct. 
Uh, I mean, if you're unfamiliar with what this is, which you shouldn't be by now, but it's a choose-your-own-adventure, which they are in trouble for, by the way, episode that is done that. very, very well. I mean, if you've, if you've ever read a choose-your-own-adventure book, of course, it is you read a certain section, you choose what happens, it tells you to go whatever page to go to, and that's what the guy, the main character in the story has he he's building a game based off a choose your own adventure book and i'm not going to give anything else away because it is an experience you need to i mean i knew what it was going in and i'm like okay what can this do for me i i get what it is i know what it is what did they do with it and they did you enjoy it i enjoyed the hell out of it they did some great things about when you choose a wrong path, about the paths you choose, about the consequences of choo- of choosing maybe the right, maybe the wrong path, you are, chose are worked in really well, super well, That's and awesome. I, it's and it's kind of seamless, other than you know where it forces you to choose something, right? Um, and or well, I mean, you have choices, or maybe you don't have choices, but you have to choose something anyway. Um, it's seamless. I mean, besides besides awesome. the actual choosing, um, and it's really neat. It's got some great music in it. It it uh, takes place in the eighties. Well, the parts, the, all the parts I got to did. That's awesome. But uh, uh, you really should set aside a couple of hours and, and do this because it can. I, I've heard people going down in three or four hours of this, just mm-hmm. going going down the wrong paths and paths and paths. But, uh, yeah, it, it's very fun. I, I want to do it again. Like, I, I immediately wanted to, at like 1130 at night, go into it again, but I smartly did not. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, we, ha- we haven't had the chance or the opportunity to do that yet, but it is on my to-do list probably for this upcoming weekend. So I'm hoping that I'll be able to knock it out and maybe I can give you my take on the next episode. Well, let me give you some advice. If you see strange choices... As part of your tree list, it, it it is worth it to make the strange choice. <laughs> okay, that's not awesome. To, not to influence you either way, but if something strikes right. you as strange, it's okay to choose that. Okay, check it. Oh, I can't wait to check it out. Pretty awesome. So, Sean, let's uh, talk about yours, which I am excited to see. Yes. The Grand Tour Season 3, Episode 1 on Amazon Prime has been released. Uh, Clarkson, May, and Hammond are back for another one. And Ricky, you will love this episode because in Episode 1, the boys go to Detroit. And And complain about American cars. Great. I'm going to love this. They complain about the Dodge Demon. They complain about the Chevy Exorcist, but they actually really, really love the Ford Mustang Ready to Rock. All right. Have you ever heard, as a Mustang lover and a Mustang owner of multiple Mustangs, have you ever heard of the Mustang Ready to Rock? I have not. It has been in production since 2011. It is over 700 horsepower, and in the words of Jeremy Clarkson, who you know does not really care for American cars, they've actually created a car that can handle a corner. Oh, yeah, I've seen this logo. Okay, yeah. 
the RTR. Yeah. And let me tell you, that is a, um, it's a, it's a really great episode. I, I cannot wait for the adventures. I, I love the car episodes. Don't get me wrong. I watch it for the cars, but the, the interactions between Hammond, Clarkson, and May, the, they really are one of my favorite trios of, of any people I've ever watched on television. I mean, if I was to go to a desert island and they were like, you can take a TV show, you know, blah, blah, blah. Top Gear is coming with me, you know. Um, Grand Tour, if it had more seasons, would be right there. I, I love the interaction between these three. And if I cannot wait for you to watch this episode one. It is so much fun. The guys are back. And this this season, uh, season three, is 13 episodes. That is, I think that's the most they've done since they've been on Amazon. You can really tell that. I think <laughs> I think they were so, their their budget was just getting, you know, really small for the BBC. And Amazon just lets them fly. I really think Amazon just lets these boys do whatever their heart's content. I, I cannot wait. You know, just in a uh, previous car show uh, would do, you get in episode one, you get to see a preview of what's coming up in the next 13 weeks. And it looks like we're going on a bunch of adventures. I cannot wait for the rest of Grand Tour. Noise. Ricky, I'm would you like to tell me how you like to hurt yourself? <laughs> No, because I want to talk about Punisher season two. Oh, and then and then the hurting yourself. Okay. Oh my gosh, dude! He's a cutter, folks. You got to watch out for him. Punisher, I've only are watched, you done? I've only watched no. I've only watched one episode, but it's okay. it's there. It is there, dude. It is great. I'm I'm waiting. Uh, honestly, I'm I'm waiting for the time when I can binge it. I want not not a, a straight all the season, but when I start it, I want to be at least three or four episodes in before oh, yeah. I put that, it down. That, that, that was another one I wanted to like eleven thirty. Like I don't want to watch the second. Mm, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I, I'm I'm waiting for my time. My time will show up. There when's will it, be a time. When's when it going to be my time? J Jackson Michelle will be asleep sometime at like eight or nine at night, and I'll be like, "This is it." This is opportunity, Doubling and I'm gonna watch like four. Yep, I'm gonna watch like four episodes, stay up till midnight. Totally regret it the next day, but I cannot wait for this Punisher season two. Yeah, it's good. Uh, so Sean was alluding to me being a bit of a masochist. I am not. I am a fan of animation, <laughs> and I watched something when I was younger that uh, may or may not have destroyed part of my soul, but. Uh, Netflix yeah. redid the animation Watership Down. Now, we've talked about this before. Mm -hmm. uh, the old yeah, 80s yeah. animation, but this is new. This is computer generated, and uh, it's not bad. The The animation, um, it, so the, it doesn't distract. Um, the rabbits dying are more lifelike now? Um, actually, no rabbits have really died yet, so it's oh, it's not too okay. bad. Okay. I mean, don't get me wrong. All of that stuff is there. I mean, there's a lot of rabbits that died. It's just you don't see them die. <laughs> that, that's good. Because that animation from the 80s haunts me. But, uh, yeah, the story of uh, F uh, Fifth or Firth and uh, the rabbits 
mm-hmm. uh, whenever they first uh, show up. I mean, that's the first thing you get is the mythology of of God and and uh, and the rabbits and the and the hunters and all that uh, that that get you started. Like my children. I let both of my children sit there and watch this, and I was, I was, I was holding. Like, should I throw a towel over them? I don't know what's going on here, but they were enthralled in this, and I think this is something we're all going to watch. It was really, really good. All right, if I do this, you remember I know where you live. That's fine, dude. Show me where the rabbit bit you. Oh, I can't. We're doing a podcast. Dang it! It's not video. I'll right. show you where the rabbit. That's all I, I got, can't... sir. You're gonna wrap That's this all puppy I got, up. Dude. You're gonna wrap it up? All right. Uh on social media. Um I have become way more active on Instagram. Oh, check it out. Uh not on Instagram, one video on Instagram. Uh my wife and my son and I all eat uh habanero honey peanuts. And they we tested them out first. Jack's Totally loved them. He, he he's not phased at all. Um, I did watch stuff. this, by the way. You watched it. I did. Uh, and and I sent you my YouTube link. If you look up the YouTube link, just look up Sean Thomas and look up um, Mad Dog Three Fifty Seven Ghost Pepper Sauce. You'll see my wife and I uh, try that. Uh, that is that is a very hot sauce. But but follow me on Instagram at Maynard Ninety Eight uh, on Twitter eight man. Uh, yeah. Twitter? Me. What's a Twitter? Twitter? Twitter. Um, on Twitter at Maynard ninety eight. Ricky, where can they find you? You can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. You can search Not So Southern Gentleman on Instagram. That's true. You could you do that, but nobody has yet. Come on, what are you doing? Not it? following you on Instagram. That's what they're doing. Noise. We have a uh, email, don't we? Yeah, we have an email, not so southern gentlemen at gmail.com, which we know works because Joel sends us emails. Uh, we get emails from Stevie and all, oh, which reminds me, I got to talk to you something after the show about our buddy uh, Chris. So uh, we will holler at this later. You're Rick, bad at this. Else? You're bad. I am. You're bad. I'm off You're my game. You're a bad man. I am Woo! off my game. I am totally sorry. Sucking it up. I am totally you know what? For not so southern gentlemen, I'm Sean. Woo! I'm Ricky. Are, are you Ric Flair as well? Woo! Y'all have a good one.